0: It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Do you ever turn on the news and feel like the world can end any minute? While that probably sounds dramatic, it's common to be left fearful by the latest headlines. Well, in today's message, Pastor J.D.'s update will do the opposite. He will show you that no matter the what-ifs, God has got them, and He's got you. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor JD with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September 10th, 2023.
1: If we're still here, the answer to this what-if is that If this is pre-rapture, we don't go up in the rapture, we go up by way of rupture, which is actually sooner. So it's kind of a win-win deal, I'm thinking. I'm not trying to be cute. I would not succeed at any attempt to be anyway. I'm simply referencing a prophecy from the Savior Himself recorded in Matthew 24 in this regard. Jesus said, when asked, what will be the signs of the end of the age and your return? He said, there will be wars and threats of wars, better translated, rumors of wars, as some of your translations render it. And he likens them to birth pains at the time of the end. And what do we know to be true about birth pains? They come in greater frequency and greater intensity, and so too are the threats of wars as well as the wars coming in greater frequency and intensity. And at the time of the end, this is what it's going to look like, and I'm looking at this, and it looks to me like it's the time of the end. There are two more what-ifs, I want to answer, kindly allow me to preface them by saying that these what-ifs, like the many with them, confirm that the end isn't near, the end is here. Oh, how I so hope you don't tire of me saying that, because I'm going to keep saying the end is not near, the end is here. I'll take and tackle this third what if because of its potential impact on us as a church. What if there's a new round of being locked down? Okay. If this were to happen, We do not have permission from the Lord to shut the doors on this His church, and we never will. Okay, what if they chain us up and lock us out? By the way, they've done that to churches. Let me simply say that we are already working on a plan to get God's Word out if they lock us out And if we're still here. And that's all I'm going to say. This brings us to the fourth and final what if. Which is the fear of what if there's a new mask and so-called vaccine mandate. As for the masks. Now please hear my heart on this. We will never, ever, 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 ever require masks in this God's church. Nor, let me hasten to say this, nor will we look down on anyone who would choose to wear a mask. However, if you choose to wear a mask, you need to know something about that mask. By the CDC's own admission, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Even worse, I, I really don't want to look at anybody right now, because there's probably, so, I'll just, I just look down. Please, Receive this from my heart to your heart. This is my shepherd's heart because I love you and I want to speak truth to you in love. You speak truth in love because of love. I love you enough to speak the truth to you. And here's the truth about masks. (laughs) Even worse, it has the potential of making your health worse. And this for reasons that I would also encourage you to research on your own. I'm just talking about in the realm of the physical. Let's talk about in the realm of the spiritual. Do you know, we did an update on this, well, it's been a while now. But one last thing, on masks, social distancing, all of the restrictions. It's brainwashing. It's Gaslighting, and it 's demonically designed to program people away from fellowship, worship, the breaking of bread, and the word of god it 's demonic acts two forty two acts two forty two isn 't demonic <laughs> <There's> a, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's yeah, long week. That didn't come out right. Of course, most of what I say doesn't come out right. But Acts 2.42, I affectionately refer to as the four legs on the table of the early church. Fellowship, worship, the breaking of bread, the Word of God, the Apostles' Doctrine. Every single one of those restrictions and mandates was deliberately, demonically designed to take us away from each other. Do you realize that when we hug each other, and show aloha, it is releasing God-given hormones in the body? Just the touching. Did you realize, listen, for people like me this is huge, that the only time men are using both sides of their brain (laughs) is when they sing. Did you know that? Did you know that we were created for worship? What do you think we're going to be doing for all of eternity? We're going to be worshiping Him. Music is is so powerful because of the way God wired and and we are so fearfully and wonderfully made. Our brains are so fearfully and wonderfully made. So you you want to put a mask on me so I can't sing? And just one, one last thing. I know I said one last thing, but this is the last, last thing. Six feet. Yeah. Why not five? No, six. I'll, I'll never forget. I showed a picture of it one time. A circle. Six feet. Six feet. Six feet. I'm like, hmm six 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 as one said six feet under you want to separate us no you're not going to separate us it ain't going to happen were well, not you afraid no <laughs> do I look afraid to you I fear God, not man. I fear God. I fear God. For those that are asking, and it's fair, it's a fair question, what what is the likelihood of this what if? Well, let me draw your attention to this Daily Express report published on Friday, September 1st, titled, New Yorkers Told to Mask Up for Labor Day as New COVID Variants Sparks Super Spread Fears. <gasps> this is... uh gaslighting, programming, uh, brainwashing. This is all predictive. It's all preparing. It's already, so to answer the what if question of uh, concerning the likelihood of this, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. It's just a matter of when. If we're still here. Let's talk about this potential for masking, masking (laughs) vanity. Yeah, I'm going to start calling them maskeens, because they, they, anyway, better stop. Let me uh, draw your attention to this NTD article, also posted on Friday, September 1st, titled Musicians sue North Carolina Symphony over COVID vaccine mandate controversy. Here's a brief quote. In a brewing legal showdown, by the way, I was uh, so honored and had the privilege of talking to an attorney that uh, took cases for clients uh, against their employers, and he told me some of these cases are going to be active for years if we're still here. So in a brewing legal showdown, three musicians have taken the North Carolina State Symphony to federal court over its COVID-19 vaccine mandate, accusing the symphony of violating the musicians' religious freedom by groundlessly rejecting their religious exemption requests. Now why do I share this one? By the way, there were a plethora of them. I chose this one in particular because it speaks to not only what already happened, but what is now already again happening as we speak. This is why we're revising, revisiting our religious exemption letter. Okay. Let's try to bring this in for a landing. The common denominator with all these what-ifs and the many others like them that time doesn't permit me to cover is, in a word, prophecy. In other words, everything that we've just looked at and everything I've just talked about is in Bible prophecy. And it has the purpose of pointing us to the pre-tribulation rapture when Jesus the Christ, God the Son, takes us out of this world, which again, we're a gnat's eyebrow away from. So what's the point of today's update? Well, like last week's update about why it's getting so overwhelming, bringing people to Jesus, so too is this true with the what-ifs. What if I told you that all of our what-ifs have become what-ifs so as to bring us to, back to, or maybe for some closer to, Jesus. And were it not for the what-ifs, we would not get closer to Jesus, or come to Jesus, or come back to Jesus, or look to Jesus, or have our mind stayed on Jesus, or our focus on Jesus, getting to people and people to Jesus. In other words, this would have never happened had it not been for the what if. God allowed the what if, because He knows the what if. He already knows the answer to the what if. He is the answer for the what if, but He knows that the what if is going to bring you back to Him. He hasn't heard from you in a while. It's going to bring you closer to Him. You haven't had that intimate time with Him in a while. What if, that's the reason for the what if? It is. That's the purpose of every prophecy update, is to get Jesus to people, people to Jesus. That's why we end with the gospel and the ABCs of salvation. The gospel meaning simply good news, your debt has been paid, you're free to go, and whom the Son has set free is free indeed. What good news? Oh, well, Jesus came, he died for you, he was buried, and he rose again on the third day, and he's coming back again one day soon, and very soon, by the way. That is good news. He died in my stead. His blood shed in my stead, in payment for all of my sins. The ABC's, again, just a a simple childlike tool to equip you, should God ever present you with the profound privilege of being able to share Jesus with somebody, and even lead them to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Very simple. Childlike simple. The A is for admit or acknowledge, because think about it, unless and until I acknowledge that I've sinned, why would I have any interest in the Savior? And by the way, this is one of the main reasons why when you try to share the gospel with somebody, you're met with something like, well I'm a good person, I've never murdered anybody. In other words, I don't need a Savior. Oh yes, you do. There is no one righteous, not even one. You might think you're a good person, and you might have, oh, they have such a good heart. Actually, Jeremiah says, your heart is deceitfully wicked. (laughs) Beyond hope, and who who can know it? God sees the heart. God knows the heart. You might think you're a good person. You'll never be good enough. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned. All fall short of the glory of God. That's what the word sin means. It's an archery term. You missed the bullseye. You fell short. You missed the mark. You sinned. We've all sinned and fall short. Now Romans 6.23 is interesting because it packages first the bad news, which I think there is merit to this, by the way. Because when you look into the perfect mirror of God's law and you see yourself as God sees you, a sinner who has transgressed and broken the law of God and in need of a Savior, because when you present the bad news first, and you come face to face with yourself, and your sin, and your need for the Savior, then here comes the Holy Spirit to take you by the hand like a a tutor, like a, a schoolmaster to the Savior, to the cross. When you realize, I've broken God's law, and there's a penalty, and that penalty is the death penalty, for the wages of sin is death. That's bad news. But here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the A. Here's the B, and it's so central, by the way. Simply believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is is Lord. Romans 10 verse 9 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. For God so loved the world. We can all, it's the most well-known verse in all of the Bible, John 3.16. Whosoever would believe would not perish, but have everlasting life. The sea is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 also says, if you confess with your mouth, which is a natural expression that comes from believing in your heart, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So when you believe in your heart, it's going to come out of your mouth. It's not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. Aren't you glad, by the way, some of the stuff when you pray over the food, I pray God... Don't bless this to my body, please, because it's not good. Just change it into something on the way down. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) What comes out of the mouth? Confess. And by the way, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, listen, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. However, It can be now for salvation, or at the end, which is for damnation. But every tongue is going to confess. And Romans 10, 13 lastly says, All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. That's pretty simple, isn't it? Well, let's do today's But God testimony. It's actually in reference to last week's update. I chose it, I think you'll see why, for a couple of reasons. It comes from Amanda Caravello, who writes, Dear Pastor J.D., my name is Amanda, and I'm writing to you today from Massachusetts. I can never say that right. That wasn't too bad, though. The most used word of my week has been, overwhelmed. When I realized it was Sunday, I asked God to speak through you to me, and he did, as he always does. Last Saturday, I found my children's father unexpectedly deceased on his couch. He was only 42. He was not vaccinated. There were no drugs or foul play involved, and it's suspected that he had a heart attack in his sleep. covid quotation marks, is on the rise again in our area and especially in the bigger city where he lived. I wrote COVID in quotes because I am of the belief, based on my own research, that COVID is not a virus, but rather symptoms of poisoning. But that is a story for another day. He leaves behind our two boys, ages 12 and 6, my youngest with special needs and the other a senior in high school, just about to get his driver's license. Our lives have been totally and completely devastated. I'm very familiar with suffering. I've suffered all of my life for 40 years. This, however, this circumstance is absolutely crushing. If it wasn't for the Lord, I wouldn't be able to get through this. When you spoke about the overwhelming that drives us to our knees, or groaning in the fetal position, and I did share very openly, by the way, about how I am currently going through something that is so overwhelming. It's actually the most overwhelming set of circumstances I've ever gone through in my life, and I've been walking with Jesus for over 40 years, but it has driven me closer to Jesus. So she references that. She says, it was comforting to my broken heart and crushed spirit to know that the online pastor I have come to love so much over the past few years is right in the suffering with me. I am. Mourn with those who mourn, rejoice with those who rejoice. The Lord is drawing us all so close to Him, by any means necessary. Overwhelming, if that's what it takes. What ifs, if that's what it takes. Our only hope is to fully trust in His perfect plan. Thank you for encouraging me today and every Sunday since 2019 when I first got saved in my living room and then found you online. You've been a big part of my journey with Jesus as a young Christian who's aware of the time we're in and without a home church on the same page. God bless you, Pastor J.D. in Christ, Amanda.
0: You've been listening to a Prophecy Update with Pastor J.D. Farag on In Spirit and Truth. Thanks for tuning in to study the Word of God. As you continue to learn about the things that are happening all around us and how that relates to the Bible, take some time to pray for this nation and for the world as a whole. How all the details will play out is still unknown, but God treasures the prayers that are offered on behalf of His people and the world around them. Continue to delve deep into God's Word on your own and gain some useful insight about these things in addition to what you hear from Pastor J.D. Are there some things that you heard today that really touched home in your heart that you'd appreciate some prayer over? We'd be honored to pray for you. Let us know what those requests are by going to jdfarag.org and then fill out the form under contact. Once again, that website is jdfarag.org. You can also find us on social media. You'll find links to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube on our website. And we encourage you to follow them so you can stay up to date with all that's happening at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe and in spirit and truth. If you're wanting to access these things on the go, we have a mobile app that's available for iPhone and Android users. Just look under the resources tab. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for joining us. We look forward to our next edition where you'll get the opportunity to hear more insightful things about the days that we're living in. And how that intersects with what's been predicted in the Bible. Join us again here on In Spirit and Truth.